Hi everyone and welcome to your Moving Through Fear with Alan. Alright, so we were talking about well-being practice the last episode and today I will be um, closing this topic. So just to reiterate from the very beginning that when it comes to well-being practice and this is being taught to me um I learned this recently from um, from the University of Washington. This is a pilot study with um, the medical practitioners. And we talk about the difference between self-care and well-being. And like I said, and this is to stress for everyone else, self-care is valid as it is. However, um, this is a temporary high. And just like an addiction if we keep on searching for it if we keep on searching for the next high then it wouldn't be sustainable and what will happen is that eventually we will crash and burn and that is where burnout continues burnout comes in and we keep on comparing ourselves to others especially if we are very active in social media say and we keep on seeing celebrities and um, famous personalities. And we tend to com- compare our lives to their perfect lives or to their curated lives. Remember that these um, celebrities, these famous personalities, um, they follow a script. And if not a script, let's just say that they don't have a script. Um, a group of people behind the scenes or behind the, the, the recording um, is out there to support them. And all of us do not have that privilege of having those set of people to support our passion, to support our self-care, right? So that is why we need to have the well-being practice, to observe well-being practice, because it is a personal commitment. It is a lifelong commitment. And so just to give you a brief um, background of well-being, it is a lifelong commitment, a lifelong practice wherein we seek for happiness and that will sustain us for the rest of our lives. And one of the the, the well-being practice that was um, introduced was breathwork or pranayama. And there are different ways to do your pranayama or your breathwork. And that the one that was, um, you know, given in, in the University of Washington group was the Nadi Shadana or Nadi Shuti. Um, that is the alternate nostril breathing. And that helps in balancing the left and right hemisphere of the brain, or they say in yoga, it is to balance the the yin and the yang or the i forgot the agni and the let me just um let me just check this out wait one moment the feminine and the the masculine so i'm live typing for it um Sanskrit. 
so most of the time that is um what we talk about so i forgot i, I totally forgot and it's it's already the, the, the tip of my tongue um energy there you go but while there is shiva and the shakti um i'm not sure but anyway um but this is more of the the sun and the moon the masculine and the feminine anyway the next up is the movement and that is the asana when it comes to yoga um some poses in in yoga helps us in our well-being and mostly basically everything that is um dictated or reiterated in the in yoga is what helps us in in being grounded and being back to our well-being all right the next up is connections and this is where we prove that when it comes to well-being when it comes to self-care it doesn't necessarily mean that we alone have the capacity to just take care of ourselves we need others all right let me just stress that we need others um, to achieve our happiness and it's not every time that we could just be hermits or um, just be by ourselves to be happy all right and that's why we have our family our friends our immediate partner and what have you and then the last one is compassion bringing it all back to you when it comes to compassion we cannot just like I said or like what it was shared before you cannot pour from an empty cup and therefore we need to go back to ourselves first and take care of ourselves and check in if you're still okay right because most of the time we have this front we are used to um, especially for people in, 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 in the city we're used to um, being active all the time until we end up burnt, burned out, right? And that is where we need to look back and create that practice within ourselves. Again, remember, self-care is valid. However, let us not depend on our happiness for the next high for the next temporary high and while everything is accessible and say money can buy you happiness not everything is uh, can be bought by money or credit card whatever you have um, sometimes we have to have that um, sustainable satisfaction um, and have this capacity to to look inwards and be um, at peace within ourselves. Um, that is why when we talk about compassion, this is a really good um, part of the lecture that I joined. And we're about to finish it um, this month, this month of March. And it's called whenever when we find a situation and this is very um very normal 
for people who are into problem solving, who are bosses or who may be um, the boss of themselves, or maybe leaders, and even um, for for those who um, who work for others and may you know badger themselves because it's really hard to to let go of a situation that we couldn't handle and this is the part where um it is stressed that when there is a situation do not it doesn't necessarily ask you to find an opportunity in that situation and that is something that was really hard for me to accept seriously because i am a person who looks at things um looks at every situation as an opportunity and because maybe it's hard for me to you know to to be crumpled or um to lose faith or to lose hope from the people or from any situation we tend to um look at everything as an opportunity to grow an opportunity basically any opportunity right and let me just share with you what i learned okay and here it is um how to respond to external obstacles notice what's stopping you that's the first one and the second one is name it as a situation not as an obstacle so name a situation a situation and not an obstacle discern what you can and cannot control so this is a really good practice for those practicing stoicism and even buddhism and then recognize the inevitable so just to to add on the inevitable what is inevitable anyway it can be discouraging and disempowering to recognize what's not in our control the truth is we often don't have any choice over what the outside situation does to us but what we make out of them is entirely ours by fully recognizing what's not in our control at that moment we can begin to see clearly what is needed in the situation shift your attention and respond consciously and this is a really good reminder um, when it comes to you know situations meaning to say external obstacles and this is the time when we you know we go back to the real world so it's easy whenever we go to um, um to a retreat, to a recollection, maybe to meditate or have that self-care like we always have. When we go back and return to the real world, to the real setup, we tend to, you know, we tend to forget all of these essential things that we promised ourselves, you know. And eventually, either we go back to our old selves and we begin to, you know, curse ourselves or make um, problems out of thin air or maybe find another, you know, self-care method. What's the next best thing, 
and that is again like i said it's not sustainable however if we if we try to you know be on top of things and look at the situation from afar then we know that we are okay and we are practicing our well-being practice all right and to close off the topic you know i would like to ask you to return to you you may of course google it it's easy but what could be the breath work that you can do first that you can do daily so this is a daily experience all right and this is committing to yourself and i know i've been doing this for quite some time and been doing it since february and it's just the, the beginning of the year and we can always start whenever wherever so let's start with breath work what would be a pranayama practice that would be sustainable and i would suggest maybe start with samavriti or equal breathing so you maybe count one to four um, on your inhalation and exhale for four right the next one is yoga what would be a movement maybe not necessarily the asanas but what would be the the a good practice and i would suggest that you search for surya namaskar or sun salutation there are like 11 movements but some of them are just the repetition of um just to have that full cycle so basically it's about five to six movements and it's easier it's easy to memorize and understand other than that search for five tibetan um practices and those are movements that are generally the same as the surya or the sun salutation because it's easy other than that um you may search for um yoga for movement and yoga for better health then the next one connections who do you think are the immediate people you can connect to you can connect with for the people that you look up to or maybe you find inspiration and you find joy then go ahead connect with them and there's it doesn't mean that you have to like stay put or make time for them but just keep in touch with them because like i said our immediate environment our beliefs our traditions and the people surrounding us are what basically influences our um, behavior our actions the way we think the way we speak the way we talk right and last one of course is compassion finding the situation as a situation looking at things from the outside and remember to pour yourself first fill yourself fill your cup first before emptying it to others again it doesn't mean that you need to empty it out to others but have some have that sustainable supply within you all right so that's it i guess for now regarding the well-being practice and i hope to find and search um, for another topic that would help us move through fear my name is alan i hope you learned something bye